Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 338. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and then we'll be previewing the 2016 ABC Fall TV schedule. Plus, we've got a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 338. I'm Amory from com. I'm Jason the TV-holic from tvholic.com. And I'm Kyle from noreruns.net. And he's Kyle from noreruns.net. Wait, there's an uh, echo on here. Uh, <laughs> news. In the news. There's actually a lot of news today because we're getting up on the uh, summer season's ending. Fall's about to start. So. Yeah, like the, the last week of... Yeah, sort of like the last week of summer right. type it's of thing, and all of a sudden like, it just... <laughs> right into, like, Friday of the holidays. Like, this first news story, AMC cancels Feed the Beast after one season came out on Friday afternoon. Because, you know, it's always best to just announce your cancellations the day before a holiday weekend. Yeah, hoping that everybody's already gone on vacation. <laughs> I mean, nobody watched it, so nobody cared about the news either. Uh, I had all episodes on my DVR, and I deleted all of them. I watched the first episode and then actually deleted a season pass right away. I never do that. That's intense. You never do that. Uh, preemptive strike, Kyle. Nicely done. I know. <laughs> you were like, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. CBS All Access announces an ad-free option. I didn't even realize there wasn't an ad-free option. And then I saw the news that there was and I was like, oh, neat. Call me yeah. crazy, but I thought if you were paying for it, you wouldn't be seeing ads. Like, yeah, it's so <laughs> it should be a free ad version, not an ad-free version. Yeah, there yeah. was. I didn't know that it was uh, like that. The whole back catalog and and stuff like that of stuff that apparently that was playing with commercials and stuff as well. Uh, I thought that like the newer stuff, maybe it was just the you know kind of like when it goes on demand or something like that on your cable, it might still have you know, a run of commercials in it. Yeah. Well, I tried to watch Madam Secretary yesterday on on CBS's app on Apple TV because I thought it would just be like on demand. But no, I would have had to pay to watch a show I can watch for free on demand. They changed it now so that for an, an extra $4 a month, apparently you can now watch most things without ads. They really think How people are going to pay $11 a month. Is that what it is then? Like ten ninety five. No, I think it went up from uh, five ninety nine to, to yeah. nine ninety nine. So it's fourteen dollars if you want no ads. No, no, or, it's not. oh, ten dollars. It just, $10 it just no went. Ads. It just okay. went up to to nine ninety nine. If you want premium ads, fifteen dollars. <laughs> if you want to be able to choose your ad experience, <laughs> it's fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's CBS All Access. I mean, I'm going to have to get it eventually because I'm going to want to watch Good Wife, the spinoff. So we'll see what happens. And I get Star Trek. And possibly more than the pilot of Star Trek. Right, exactly. Can't guarantee that, but possibly. Freeform announced that the second half of Pretty Little Liars Season 7 will be its last. So you can uh, finally stop watching, Jason. Yeah. I'm, I'm, be, I'm behind. I mean, that, first, was a, that was a guess. I, 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 I'm, behind on, I'm behind on the first half of the seventh season. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I mean, I, that show's going to outlive us all. Hey. They're going to surprise us and be like, it's still going. We're going to have a spinoff. In, in full-on Kyle mode, I have 11 episodes of Beauty and the Beast on my DVR right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, speaking of shows I have on my DVR, Lifetime cancels Devious Maids after four seasons. And actually, 
when I was thinking, because remember how Lifetime canceled Drop Dead Gorgeous and then didn't cancel it? I actually thought that was Devious Maids, and I was like, didn't this get canceled and then uncanceled once already? But no, that was a different show. I deleted the 17 episodes I had sitting on my TV. I only have four episodes, <laughs> but I think I am behind six episodes because my DVR deletes things to make space, and that was one of the shows that it was deleted to make space. So, but once I verified that it it ended in a cliffhanger and it's not yeah. being picked up, I'm like it doesn't matter if I quit now. Anyway, it's not getting resolved. So that's the finally like let your DVR make the decision for you. Yeah, so you wait long enough in it. If you don't have things set to be saved, it'll just start deleting things off. So that's how. Uh, and then you'll have to spend a holiday weekend watching 20 episodes of Chicago shows because you were so far behind. But that's just me. <laughs> just in theory. In theory. But that's how I, I, I decided to stop watching Scorpion is it finally started deleting off the list. And I was like, ah. Oh, I like Scorpion. And so I was like, oh, I'll just delete the rest of them. And so it's gone. That may happen to me with Supernatural, seeing as I have all of last season oh my God. <laughs> on my TV. And there's no way I'm going to watch, like, 22 episodes. Yeah, I watched so little TV over the summer that I'm even behind on things like... I haven't even watched, like, the last two episodes of Person of Interest. I have, uh, like, the last few episodes of of uh, 12 monkeys, which is a show I really like, but I just haven't gotten to watch the rest of it. So there's like, there's stuff from the end of last TV season that's still on my DVR that normally you would get to over the summer with the less options to, to watch over the summer. But I watched even less than there were options. So, Hmm. so yeah, it was, it was kind of nice getting back into, to full TV holic form this last weekend and watching just tons of uh, screeners for things. Just like one night watching 10 hours of shows. (laughs) But still not getting anything off the DVR because watching stuff ahead of time. So I guess maybe the first week of fall season, I can just, since I'll have seen Well, that's the thing. You'll be caught up. Exactly. You can just watch stuff. I can just watch. I can use that as the week to catch up on on the old stuff. Um, NBC announced Grimm's season six will be its last. Which, if you were at Comic-Con with me and Becca, somebody at our table assumed it was over and just kept asking the cast, how do you feel about this being the final season? (laughs) (laughs) And about the fourth person that got asked the question that was caught off guard, she was finally like, this is ending, right? And Becca and I were like, not that we've heard. Um, But keep going. Keep asking them how they feel about the end. (laughs) It was amazing. She made the decision for NBC. So she made the decision for NBC. And look how it played out. So now our Comic-Con videos are going to be perfect. (laughs) NBC was watching Comic-Con coverage and went, yeah, we should probably just get rid of that show. Yeah, the cast gave gave great answers about it ending, so now we can close it. Close the book on Grimm. Well, at least with a show like that, they're, they're knowing that it is, so they can write towards... An ending, so yeah, and they haven't even started filming yet, so they got time because they're not even premiering until January. Netflix has renewed Stranger Things for a second season and Narcos for a third and fourth season, and I don't watch either of them, though I've heard I should be watching Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things is really good. Narcos I haven't seen yet, but uh, people that watch Narcos tend to like it. Well, I think I it was pretty it. obvious that Stranger Things was going to be uh, picked up, but they right. just had to make it official. Sure, sure. Well, I think they made the right decision, though, to uh, they actually let a show build like on its own and then waited a while. And then, you know, you get a, a second 
thing of press since uh, with that show instead of just seeing because it didn't do well i don't know it didn't do necessarily it was the highest rated thing they ever had yeah, well it didn't but it's it's been one of those that's just picked up steam though like you see you it's it's one of those shows that since it almost sort of came out of nowhere there wasn't anybody like you know like a daredevil or jessica jones right. or something like that that was like really looking forward to it and knowing that it was coming that once it arrived and people started watching it and talking about it it's one of the few shows that has actually stayed in the public consciousness like as people hear other people talk about it and then they go and watch it and then they go and say something about it and it just mm-hmm. kind of kept going like all summer long uh, that way where it, all of a sudden at least in my facebook stream or on twitter or something like that all of a sudden you just see another person going oh my god stranger things is so awesome or something and you're like welcome to the party pal you know what i did also like about that was like they did eight episodes the first season like oh no we only need nine that's what we want to tell our story in i wish the marvel shows would listen to the how that and not try to say oh we'll do a full 12 or 13 like only take what you need to tell your story that you plan on telling. And I think that's that's good with that, that they're keeping it the episodes down and not just trying to stretch it out to fill extra episodes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's that. Sci-Fi renewed Dark Matter and Killjoys for a third season, which still haven't started Dark Matter, but I love Killjoys so much, so much, so much. And I was so happy after that finale that, well, going into the finale that I knew they were coming back, I would have been pissed if I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, I was uh, talking about Killjoys. You know, I know that sounds odd, uh, but I was you talk- were that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was I was talking about Killjoys on uh, uh, friends over at uh, Golden Spiral Media were doing a podcast marathon from their Geekonomicon in Oklahoma City, and uh, they were having people come on, and they were podcasting live from the floor. Each day, but they were having people, you know, Skype in or whatever to talk about different stuff. And so I came on to talk about Killjoy since it was the uh, the second season finale. And that was one of the things that uh, Mark from Solo Talk Media, who does this, a Killjoy's podcast, asked me, like, what would you have thought if that had been the finale? And I was like, it would have sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was like, on one hand, it wasn't too bad because you did sort of get you know, some answers and some stuff, but then you can't, you can't end it with the, that last scene of, of like, here's what's coming and then be like, oh yeah, we're not telling any more of this story. (laughs) That would have been, that would have been a terrible, terrible ending. I mean, at least it wasn't like somebody laying there bleeding out and are they going to die type of ending, but still it would have not been, would not been cool. I'm very glad that Kildred is coming back. And I'm as glad as you are about Killjoys about Dark Matter, because I really enjoy that. But that we still have a few more episodes. Finally got caught back up with that. Watched four episodes of that last night. Nice. You got two more this week, and then... <laughs> so I'm right there, ready to go to finish out the season. And USA Network has renewed Queen of the South for a second season. I have the whole season on my DVR. I haven't watched the season. I'm actually either. caught up with that one. I've, I've, I've been enjoying that one, so... Well, Claire, who was on last week, that was her recommendation, so I'm sure she'll be happy to find out that, uh, or to have found out, that Queen of the South will be back for another season. I'll have to watch it so that I can make room on my DVR. (laughs) And that's our news. 
Yeah, because we're we're all like we can't just delete stuff ourselves. Yeah. Either I either have to watch it to get it off the DVR or the DVR has to make the decision for me that it's just been there too long and it has to go to make room. Although in two weeks it's it's the deadline where then yes. you were forced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you see, oh, it's recording 12 things tonight and I only have room for five. That's, <laughs> when, <laughs> that's when you have to make those decisions and just start deleting stuff. Exactly. I'm not there yet. I'm going to have to delete my 98 episodes of Mr. Belvedere. Oh my I don't gosh. really have that many. <laughs> it, might be, it might be 40, but they're low def and they're short. I love Mr. Belvedere. Okay, this is a tangent. I may have told the story before, but when I found out that Mr. Belvedere aired at like 2 a.m., this, this has to be 15 years ago. So it was the early 2000s because I was still living at my parents. I had a small black and white TV in my room that barely got reception but i set an alarm to wake myself up at 2 a.m because i like could remember mr belvedere like i remember knowing as a younger person that i liked it but at this point in my life 15 years ago i couldn't remember what it was like i couldn't remember it at all i just knew i liked it so at 2 a.m i set myself an alarm got up and watched a black and white episode of mr belvedere at 2 a.m it was totally worth it and then i remembered immediately and I will never forget that memory of sitting in the dark watching a Mr. Belvedere just because I needed to refresh my memory. So now whenever you watch it, you have to find a black and white TV. Yeah, because I, I have to recreate that history. <laughs> no, it's 47 episodes of Mr. Belvedere and 100 of Small Wonder. Oh, my <laughs> I just can't believe of all the shows that they've rebooted that Small Wonder has not been done yet. I'm shocked that it hasn't been done yet. That seems yeah. so perfect for... Yeah. to be done. It was ahead of its time. Because you could seem to make a... It'd be more believable that you could have a robot that sort of looks human now than yeah. than then, but... Even make it like an alias type of show. They build this robot who's a spy and she's <laughs> got her undercover family. Or they could just pick up and uh, it'd be the same family with the same robot, but they've moved to new towns because people don't understand why their daughter never ages. <laughs> Or yeah. it could be like uh, the last Terminator movie where they figured out how to make the robot age. Convenient. <laughs> so that Arnold could still play it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that's our news. I mean, unless you're really upset about Hiddleswift, which I know Kyle is. I'm devastated. I almost didn't call into this podcast. He almost canceled because he <laughs> had to sulk in the corner about the fake relationship between Taylor Swift Were and Were you going to write your own song about it, Kyle? I was. <laughs> but was then I, realized be titled I, have, I have no musical fake, skills. It was going to be called Fake Relationship and Get Away From Me. That's what it was going to be called, because it was a fake relationship! Anyway, moving on to the ABC Fall 2016 preview. That's right. That's, uh, that's what we're mainly here to talk about today, is what's coming on ABC for Fall 2016. Phrasing. They've got... Five new shows being added into the schedule for fall, and uh, so we'll uh, we'll give our what is what would it be our uh, first impressions on some of them since they're not officially officially out there for review. Yeah, I'm gonna give a review. <laughs> Through them all. Three of them they had updated, so I assume those yeah. were yeah. reviewable. But uh, with that, we'll start out with Sunday. And Sunday is uh, America's Funniest Home Videos uh, returns for another season uh, to kick off Sunday nights. 
on uh, October 2nd. And then the uh, the regular block of TV will be Once Upon a Time, followed by Secrets and Lies, and then Quantico, all starting up on September 25th. I just can't with Secrets and Lies finally airing. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were saying I can't watch it. Like, I, I never watched the first season. No, I watched the first season and I liked it. Yeah, I thought they were keeping it to use. At, they were going to you know play it over the summer. And then all of a yeah. sudden it. And then all of a sudden it was at, a Sunday show. Yeah, and then at the beginning of the summer or the end of the the spring, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna put that on uh, Sunday nights." Though it does seem to tie in probably with Quantico. A little sure, bit. but it was also shot a year ago. So yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I stopped watching the uh, the first season. Uh, the second well, I season. For the first season, had the same ending as the Australian version, so there was no real surprise. <laughs> no, is she playing the same character, or she is. is she? It's okay. not an anthology. Well, it's it's an anthology in the sense that it's following a whole new case and whole new people, and she's just the same detective in investigating it. But then you could say that's an anthology. Every procedural is an anthology <laughs> week to week. <laughs> Because well, no, it's the same characters well, with a not, different not case. Really, those are those are uh, from. They're not telling a season long uh, arc, and uh, there's lots of other characters from week to week on like NCIS or something like that that are always there. So she's the only re- repeat it's, character. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of it's sort of like, hey, let's do another one. But oh, we really liked her. <laughs> but inst- which she was my least favorite thing. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Sort of looking forward to Quantico, but more in in a like, what is this show going to be? Because it was such a hot mess. Mm-hmm. See, I think I should just quit it like I did after the first season of that How to Get Away with Murder and just not even start this one <laughs> and just be, <laughs> wash my hands of it and be done with it. But with the way it ended, I just want to see like what they're going to like whip up to try and, you know, tell the story in that same. You know, I'm assuming they're going to tell the story in the same format somehow, you know, but how are they going to go back and forth? And st- I'm just I'm just interested to see what format the show takes, uh, whether I watch it past the season two premiere is we'll, we'll see. Because they, they must be almost caught up with the flashbacks. They must be almost caught up to like regular time, right? Well, we are where the. We had gotten they to the time of them. I thought we had gotten to the time of them graduating pretty much. So yeah. like now, like a flashback would be what? Like the period of time between when they graduated and six months later when the explosion happened and they and they all got entangled in this case. And they somehow keep going back to the school, <laughs> even though they already graduated. Unless they're going to do some other, since they have her going to the CIA or something, and I don't know, it just uh, it just seems like I don't know. Shouldn't they change the show to like Langley for like the? Yeah, who knows? I, I feel like <laughs> the, 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 the next yeah. season. I don't know. That's Sunday. We move on to Monday. Mondays is Dancing with the Stars, which uh, starts up on September twelfth, and then that will be followed by new series Conviction which starts up on October 3rd. As the world's only Ryan Lochte apologizer. <laughs> You're looking forward to Dancing with the Stars? I think he's going to be horrible. Like, I'm 
I know he's going to be a terrible dancer, but I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> this is the first season in a long time. Like I saw in like in my time hop that it was like, oh, more like dancing with the four people that were standing outside the studio when the casting was happening. But they actually have like Marsha Brady and two Olympians and Chad Johnson. Like they have big names. Yeah. Sure. Well, there's Amber Rose, but I actually think she's going to be quite entertaining and I'm going to root for her. It's it, it's almost become in the last few seasons, it's become uh, dancing with uh, stars that need uh, public image rehab. You know? Except like Lori Hernandez, who's just so cute and we want her to win. Um, I am convinced, however, that Mary Lou Henner has done this before. But if anybody's going to remember, it's Mary Lou Henner. So I feel like she wouldn't have done it a second time if she'd already done it, right? <laughs> or maybe she wanted a second shot at that trophy. Do they have? Do they ever have repeat? I don't starts? think so. I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it would be fair because you would already have like a a, a season or a partial sure. season of dance also, training under she, your belt. She has that unforgettable brain thing oh that's what you're talking about yes she knows every minute of her life and she, she knows every minute it. of her life she would have a completely unfair advantage so you're saying that uh, she should have become a cop in new york city yeah exactly because that's why i'll watch stars but i'll tell you what conviction i didn't hate it which i should point out is a resounding sound of support for me this season what i what i found amusing was i had originally watched this back in may and then like i i rewatched it yesterday before this and i noticed yesterday i was like wandering off doing some other stuff during it then i looked at my notes from may and one of my notes was kind of lost interest after a while <laughs> like, well at least i'm consistent <laughs> you're consistent that's funny i mean i don't think it was awful but I just uh, kind of lost interest after a while. It yeah. Was, I mean, I think it's definitely, like, pretty well done. I like the cast, but um, watching her, well, I don't know. Her, uh, Haley Atwell's character is a little bit annoying after a while, I think. But uh, it just made me want more of uh, Agent Carter instead yes. when I saw her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was the the main thing I, I got from it too. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not terrible. Uh, it's not it's not great either, but it does do what it's setting out to do relatively well. And if you like, mm -hmm. if you like, you know the the law, you know the lawyer show, you know legal show procedural type thing with an underdog. Yeah, well, you're going to get you're going to get a case of the week where. In, in this, the, the premise of the show is that they've set up like this sort of like a task force or, you know, this group to look in at past uh, past convictions of people write, you know, or say they haven't, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because of cases with, you know, DNA evidence overturning things and and uh, different stuff that you can uh, that they're putting together. You know, instead of like an, an innocence project or something like that, that's a you know a nonprofit that that's trying to investigate things or or do stuff. This is an actual put together underneath like the DA's office with a they have you know like a forensic sort type specialist and a detective, and then uh, Haley Atwell's character as you know a lawyer that has been both like a 
I guess both a defense and a you know a prosecutor or something like that. It seemed like in her past. And she's a tr- she's a drug addict. Uh, but yeah, speaking of somebody who needs like public image rehab, uh, so uh, but they they also set up little storylines for each of the the side characters or the you know the 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 ensemble there uh, that give them sort of personal. Plus, there's an Ashmore in it, so you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, to give them uh, sort of a personalized you know, reason for something that happened in their past of why they would jo- want to join this type of a group to to look in on these types of cases. Uh, and then it, it sets up, you know, sort of an adversarial role with her and her boss, uh, even though she, he's the one that put her uh, in charge of it. So there will be some ongoing story. They they They, they made her, you know, the... Sort of interestingly, she's the daughter of, uh, you know, former president, but now her mother is, is running for office. Uh, and so. And her mother is Bess Armstrong, who I love from my so called life. And also, Marin Dungey's in it. So this show's better than a lot. Yeah. She, I mean, awesome. the cast, the cast is great. Uh, and so I think there's, I mean, there's potential to give you a, a pretty solid, you know, week to week case that uh, I mean a lot of them are going to try and are built to like tug on the heartstrings type of thing with the you know are these people actually wrongly have they been wrongly accused and sitting in prison for a while so yeah they you know it's not I mean we've seen these types of shows or different types of shows that have sort of hit on the same uh, type of type of thing but they've added in a few little uh, tweaks and differences here Mm-hmm. Uh, going forward, and I don't know. I'll, I'll probably check out a couple more just to see like how it how it settles in and how the cast starts to. It gets a second episode for me. That's it. Yeah, so, to work together. But yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't one. It wasn't a show that after the first episode, I was like, "That's on the list." It's on the uh, maybe. <laughs> now, what was the verdict on Haley Atwell's uh, American accent? Well, awful. She's got a terrible American accent. <laughs> I just figured that that's her accent from wherever she was from in the U.S. And uh, where no one in the U.S. has that accent. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's so bad. Uh, I tell you that I, I think it's so weird. For for the most part, with with accents, like I don't even it does. I don't even notice it. Like it doesn't even. It's not even yeah, I didn't even it's not even a thing that registers with me unless it's like unless it's incredibly bad or one of those where they they weren't good about actually going back and refilming a segment or something and they were just like, "Oh, well, we'll just use it even though they went in co- co- to completely like their whatever their uh-huh. other other accent is or something like that." See, I notice it more if it's a Canadian person on a show. I was like, oh, they have a Canadian accent. I don't really notice it if it's like some foreign person trying to do like an American accent because it's so nondescript. How do you not, not notice accent. it? Oh, my God. <laughs> it did, it did, it's, it's not even part of the, my thought process unless, like I said, unless it's egregiously bad. But, yeah, that's uh, – uh, that's conviction. I, mean, I think I think this year I've been doing a lot of uh, with the with the shows like, like you said, it's like well I didn't hate it or it's it's not terrible. Yeah. But I've also been 
looking at them as sort of, uh, like I said earlier, like if you like legal procedurals and those types of stories, this is not, it's not the best of that that's ever been done, but it's not like, oh, that's not worth watching either if you're into that right. type of thing. And so I've been yeah. looking at shows from the perspective of, in my own mind, whether I think it's good or bad, you know, where it fits on the scale, but also if you're into that type of thing, which is what a lot of my reviews were uh, last week. You know, like if you're into action comedies, you might like Lethal Weapon. If You know, if you're into sports movies, right. you might like Pitch. You know, it's just like... If, if you, you like, don't like anything, you yeah. might like Son of Zorn. Yes, that's right. <laughs> if you're completely demented, you might like <laughs> Son of Zorn. So I'm really sad to hear that you haven't been able to get in and watch it yet, Kyle, because I have a feeling that for some reason... <laughs> I'm going to love it? You're, you're going to love you're it. You're going to be the one person that <laughs> thinks it's good. <laughs> I'm really curious to check it out. Uh, but with that, we'll move on to Tuesday. And Tuesday on ABC will be... Uh, the Middle, starting up on October 11th, followed by a new show, so American Housewife, on Ugh. October 11th. Uh, then Fresh Off the Boat and The Real O'Neills returning for another season each, also starting up on October 11th. And then closing out the night will be Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and that starts up on the 20th of September. Well, you know I'm all about The Middle because The Middle is my favorite show on TV. Um, all these seasons in the eighth season, it's still my favorite. And I'm excited that it's going to lead off a new night. I wish the show after it wasn't a time suck and the worst decision that ABC's made. Oh my gosh, I loved this. Oh, it was awful. I thought it was great. Although I'm a little wary about what the week to week is going to be because the whole pilot episode is basically all about this woman just concerned that the fattest person in the neighborhood is going to move out and or the second fattest person is going to move out and that's going to make her the new second fattest housewife in the town. So yeah. the whole first episode is just her concentrated on all this weight stuff. I'm hoping it, it moves away from that. Because I don't I think, think it, it could be. I think it could be a lot of fun. Like my absolute favorite character on the show is the Republican son who is just obsessed with not giving handouts to people and teaching people a lesson. I just found that kid absolutely hilarious uh, in this uh, in this show, um, but yeah, I thought this fit. Re I thought American Housewife fit really well with their brand of comedy. You got it's all about a family. You got the various different. You got the three kids and the the parents, and she's I got her. To see Diedrich Bader. I thought that the like sort of the style of family comedy or like where they're where they're at like sort of fits in with like the middle or with. You know, sort of fresh off the boat, and and you know maybe the real O'Neills in that sort of thing. But I, I found it. Uh, while I really like her, what is her name? Uh, Katie Mixon. Yeah, Katie Mixon. While I think that uh, I, I I really liked her, but I didn't like what they had her doing you know, yeah. necessarily. Yeah. And this is the show that I also found uh, I didn't like the way they portrayed the. Uh, the kids and stuff like that. We'll talk about uh, uh, speechless next when we get to get to Wednesday, which also has somebody with a you know a di that's differently abled. But here we have somebody with they have the youngest uh, girl in the family who is basically like Monk 
you know, (laughs) type of type of thing. Except that the problem I had is they play it for laughs. And it's see, I didn't I didn't take it as being a serious disability. I just took it as she's just. Well, yeah, but they but like a germaphobe. But yeah, but but all these different things. But there's obviously some sort of. I don't know, mental problem or whatever that uh, is is behind that or whatever. But I just felt bad that they like uh, played it, uh, you know, played it for laughs and not where I think that something like speechless or something like mom takes a serious subject and has fun around it. And, uh, you know, the people uh, within it. But this I I found it with all the either the fat jokes or the, you know, all the problems with her kids and all these different things. It just, it felt, I don't know, mean. (laughs) I didn't feel it about the kid. I definitely see where you're coming from with like the fat jokes. I think that was way too, they were way too obsessed with that. And I think that's also why they renamed the show from the second fattest housewife in Westport. I'm hoping that means that they want to change the focus away from that and not making every single thing be about her weight. Cause I mean, she's yeah. not like a super, like <laughs> she's not she's enormous, average she's, freaking no. person in the United States. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> like even though she, there, there's a scene where she comes out and like, or they, they come home and they've been out or whatever. And she's in like this black dress or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> She looks really good. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what she's so obsessed with. Like, so I'm hoping that because I thought I really enjoyed it. I like the family. I like the kids. I'm hoping that they can move away from that and not make it all about the fat jokes all the time. Yeah, and I, yeah. I mean, I like Leslie Bibb, who you know comes in at the at the end to be you know is a is going to be one of her neighbors, and but I I hated her character like from the. <laughs> Yeah. Like when you just when they first introduce her, okay, but then once you they you finally meet her and she starts talking to you know, meeting her new neighbor, you're I was just like, "Oh, she's she's terrible. I don't I I like her, but I don't like I instantly don't like this character." And so yeah, there was I don't know, just uh, uh stuff like that that just didn't uh didn't work for me, but it does it is interesting now that uh, ABC is sort of finally, while everything that they put out might not be high, of the highest quality, they have figured out what they tend to be best at. Mm-hmm. And now they have a whole nother night <laughs> of a two-hour comedy block of family comedies. Wait, wait, I'm looking forward to this whole Tuesday night lineup. Like, I'll be definitely watching that. I'll I'm be watching eight episodes Fresh behind be uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., but I'll probably watch everything. I mean, I love The Real O'Neills. I love Fresh Off the Boat. I love the middle. And if, we, if that's the thing, if American housewife can work out the, like if it can downplay the fat jokes and it can, it can avoid making fun of a disability that if this little girl does have OCD or whatever. Okay. But it's on like, it's on borrowed time. Really? Yeah. I do think though that like, I mean, granted they're trying to spread out the, the new shows and you wouldn't want to have back to back new shows or what have you. But I really feel like Speechless would fit better with, like, the middle and the real O'Neills and stuff, and that Fresh Off the Boat would fit better with the Goldbergs. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, Modern Family and Blackish. Like, I think that uh, – but overall, it's uh, – So you can do, like, the 80s at 8, the 90s at 8.30, <laughs> yeah. and then move into the modern time. Yeah, then, then into a – yeah, into a, a modern family. Uh, but I don't know. Just sort of the – 
I don't know. It's almost the, I don't know, the other one, Speechless and American Housewife and the real O'Neills, they all seem to fit into the same, I don't know, where do you want to, like, blue-collar family or type of, I don't know, they, they seem very similar on the family front of, like, where where their lot in life has put them in these shows. And so, uh, but, but yeah, so I'll be watching Fresh Off the Boat. I'll be watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, when it comes back because I think that show's gotten uh, better each season. And... and now that Luke Mitchell's not on it. <laughs> that... There's an accent I wanted to strangle myself over. <laughs> Was he British? He's, he's Australian. I just figured that was and, his accent from wherever he was. I from. just thought he was American. <laughs> oh my God. You guys need to pay attention more. Or maybe you need to pay attention less so that these things don't bother you as much. Oh my God, I can't. All right. So that's Tuesday. We'll move on to Wednesday, uh, which has uh, The Goldbergs, followed by New Show Speechless, and then Modern Family and Blackish, all starting up on. September 21st, and then closing out the night will be new show Designated Survivor starting on the 21st as well. So uh, we'll start with you, Kyle. As you know, my response is okay. I'll be watching the entire lineup. I really enjoyed Speechless. The only part of Speechless I didn't like was Minnie Driver, like her character. Like I like the actress, but her character is just so annoying and way too, like, everyone needs to change for my son. Like, Every like one of those way too PC people like, oh, you you said the wrong thing. Like everyone's supposed to know the right terms to use and everything that's like uh, not going to be offensive to her. Like, but I, I mean, overall, like she's like like I, I, I think they're going to tame her down over the course of the show. Well, yeah, I think that's a part of the show is that this she's going to realize she needs to adjust to the real world, too. Well, I think, well. Spoiler alert! That's basically the first, uh, the story of the first episode, and and the the rest of her family, and how they, you know, how her other kids feel, uh, and stuff. But uh, but I I really enjoyed this one. I I like Minnie Driver. I, <laughs> I you know, it's it's a you know it's it's a different uh, different character from uh, her last show. Sort of. <laughs> You're both annoying. In the, in the, no, in, that's in the, not what I meant. And then she's high strung in a different way for uh, high strung and overbearing. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but, uh, but not all. But in this case, not all. Like into like every weird, like uh, you know, I don't know. Like she was into all kinds of weird. Uh, He's not a hippie. Weird, yeah, weird hippie things. I really liked the show. I thought it was funny. Uh, and like I said, yeah. it it was funny in that uh, it was a, around you know sort of a serious subject, and the jokes were at the expense of people that were ma- you know that started to maybe make fun of the person who's differently abled or or yeah. things like things like that. Uh, what I liked so too I was that, that he- there wasn't like they didn't use him as like a. Like they, he was very funny. Yeah, he got in like a and, bunch but of he, jokes and it wasn't and stuff. at the it wasn't at the expense of his physical. You know, it it was, but it was not in a making fun of him kind of way. Well, when it, he holds his hand up to give the finger, and she's like, "It's a work in progress." Like yeah. that was funny to me because nobody was making fun of him. They were trying to make fun of the who was parking in the handicap spot. Or the first person that uh, 
you know, that he gets at the new school for, uh, for you know, to use as his voice, you know, <laughs> and then he spends most of the time like making fun of her, right? <laughs> you know, like and and her voice and stuff like that. And so it was, I I just uh, I I just found it really funny, and I'm I'm looking forward to checking out uh, uh, more of it uh, going forward. Although for me, it'll be I don't know I I like the Goldbergs, but I just stopped watching it for some reason and I long ago stopped watching Modern Family so uh, it'll be speechless and blackish uh, for me and then uh, it's immediately a half hour apart yeah. oh my god nice I will watch from 8pm to 11pm yeah, so uh, Amory thoughts on Designated Survivor I love it you guys <laughs> it's, one of, and I, it's honestly a show where I thought okay what happens next there's not another drama that I watched this season so far where I, where a pilot has left me thinking, okay, what happens in the next episode? Yes, this is the this is one of the few new hour-long shows that is not retro in its design like many of the other shows that we've seen that are... It's serialized. It's, you it's, need yes, to watch it. It's serialized right out of the gate. It's It's all about... It'll it'll be the ongoing drama of this guy being yeah. thrust into this position and and him dealing with all these uh, people and trying to run the government or reinstate the government going forward. But also the big story of who did this, well, how who's behind this, why exactly. did it happen, and and so you'll you'll get you know some you know ongoing story from week to week, but it's definitely an ongoing. Uh, mystery and so many shows this year have not just gone back to being uh, procedurals, but mm-hmm. being almost like straight up just procedurals, like very yeah. little. Like I, I mentioned last week, Lethal Weapon, it doesn't set up any ongoing story Anything. other than these two people have their to deal partnership. With each other. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I just love that, you know, everybody's like, well, Kiefer's Jack Bauer. He'll be able to handle it. He's playing, he's Kiefer. So he's very specific, but he's playing a completely different guy. Like Tom, you wouldn't, this is not Jack Bauer. You would not trust this guy to be president. He's this soft-spoken, he wears glasses for heaven's sake, but he, you know, he's a (laughs) soft-spoken guy who just wants to cook breakfast for his family. And then, you know, they make a good effort to point out that he's not Jack Bauer. He's not going to be the guy to save the day. He's actually going to need people to help him. Maggie Q is amazing. I love her. Cal Penn is fantastic. I love him. I love Natasha McElhenney. So I'm like, I'm all, and it's not just Kiefer. It's, you know, it's Kiefer at the top and then it trickles down. I'm totally here for it. I love it. What are your thoughts on Natalia Riki? We don't get to see much of her in the... She's a much better actor than her husband. I don't know if they're married yet. I don't even know who her husband is. Robbie Amell. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, I th- I liked I liked she was chasing life, right? That was her. Yeah. So you're saying you're yeah, not I looking forward her. to Ark on Netflix? What is Ark? It's a new Robbie Amell movie coming to Netflix. Clearly, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> uh, the answer is no. That's, but that's uh, A R Q. In case you really want to search it for is. it. <laughs> it also has. Uh, I'm blanking on uh, what's her name from Jessica Jones that played the friend. Rachel Taylor. Yes. Uh, but that's a complete aside. I decided to try, aside. I decided to try and Amory you and see you out. You out Amory. Amory. <laughs> um, 
I just love, this is the only show people stop me all the time. You know, they're always like, what, no, what new show should I be watching? And I'm like, Ooh, I don't really have a suggestion <laughs> except for Kiefer. And I do say speechless. Cause I did like it of all the comedies. Yeah. Spoiler alert God, for future, uh, for future previews. Speechless is pretty much the only new comedy that I liked. Yeah. So I'm totally in for Wednesdays. Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought designated survivor worked, worked really well. And Kiefer's playing a different character than Jack Bauer. He's not going to be torturing people and yeah. and uh, you know shooting people and stuff. You know, he's now the president. He's been thrust into it from being the you know secretary, uh, you know, the House and Human Services secretary. Uh, so and uh, but I think from while he's obviously nervous, thrust into this, and not sure exactly what he's going to do because who would be nobody. Yeah. Nobody in that spot would ever think that, like, within hours they're going to be the president. So there's that aspect. But I think we see from the other people around him and his wife and his family uh, and the the way they talk, you know, and uh, his, you know, chief of staff and stuff of what type of person that he is. And so while everybody else might see him as not being I think people close to him could see him as being potentially a good leader and he you know they they position him as him never wanting to have played like the the full politics game you know and really been that type of person where you have to do the the line and the backstabbing and all that type of stuff and so they do set him up with that sort of quality uh, that uh, it'll be interesting to see him play off of uh, mm-hmm. some of these other people and and some of the, the you know the mystery they set up around. Uh, you just can't forward. go wrong with the Velvet Sutherland, you guys. You cannot go wrong with that voice. Oh, Kiefer. I yeah, love. It. I'm waiting for his second term. That's when he'll go full <laughs> Jack Bauer. Exactly. <laughs> a, once he gets the uh, the 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 full report from uh, Maggie Q's character on what's what's happening and then exactly. he'll know who he can trust and who he can't Taking it to the streets. And then, yeah, he'll have to, uh, uh, head out at, <laughs> at night uh, secretly and, uh, take care of these things. All right. That's Wednesday. We move on to Thursday. Thursdays will be Grey's Anatomy starting up on the 22nd of September, followed by new show. No- Notorious also starting up on the 22nd. And then closing out the night will be uh, another season of How to Get Away with Murder, also starting up on September 22nd. We must be just... getting away with a lot of murder. <laughs> There's a lot of murder on this show. <laughs> I only watched the first season. I quit watching it. I, I never saw it. I never watched the second season, but isn't much like... I think I didn't finish the last four episodes. But isn't isn't the show now much like Scandal? Isn't basically everybody a murderer by now? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, like apparently that's a that's a thing. I'm I'm just glad that that it hasn't uh, that that's not how they decided to you know put new uh, new life into Grey's Anatomy and turn all of those characters into murderers as well. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I've been, I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy. I don't know why, but I wish they would kill off Grey. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, the main. She's Meredith is so whiny and annoying. I wish they would have would get rid of her and replace. Like the, the problem is they keep they keep getting rid of people and killing them off, but they're killing off the wrong people. 
I wish they would keep the good people and get rid of these annoying people. But so you figure since I, the, now, now that they renamed the hospital a few seasons ago that Grey's Anatomy will still work since that's in the name of the hospital now? You don't need an actual Grey on the... Well, it's well, they, they messed up. They got rid of the wrong... They had Lexi Grey, who was awesome, and then they got rid of her. They killed her off. They have, like, her half-sister. Yeah, but now she's awesome yeah, on Supergirl, I, so, you know... Yeah, I mean, they have her half-sister, who's not really a gray, but close enough, like, grayish, and it can be grayish anatomy, and then we could use her instead. Uh, that sounds like a perfect title for a show that's getting old, is a gray, grayish anatomy. <laughs> gray anatomy. <laughs> so, uh, Amory, what did you think of Notorious? Oh, I think it's awful. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, my God. It's so terrible. Oh, it's terrible. It, it fits perfectly with the people that like how to get away with murder. I think it's perfect. Like yeah. it's definitely a perfect pairing. It's not I, a show I've ever watched. It's such a weird not setup. A it's such a weird setup, though. For and they come right out of the gate already in like season, you know, like four scandal mode mm-hmm. of it. It already being like ridiculous like right out of the gate uh, yeah i just think the whole premise of these these two and their deal you know, and how like every case is going to revolve around them putting people on the air and not putting people on the air and uh it uh it doesn't make any any sense it's uh daniel sunyata is amazing i love him he's terrible this is not a show for him um, Piper Parabo is not a good actor. She was Golden good in what's what's that movie with the with the bar? She Coyote Ugly. Coyote Ugly. That was. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Yeah, that show wasn't about her acting, uh, Kyle. No, it wasn't. What? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. It's just. And then it was over and I didn't realize, and because you, Jason, you were talking about how these shows are all being like, what's the word procedural and like, they're not a through line. So then we get to the 55 minute mark and I'm like, the hell, this is an ongoing story. Yeah. Like, I had <laughs> no idea that this was not going to be a one and done, like a different case every week or whatever. Yeah. I, I think this, I think it's more in the, in what things seem to have been going to, but have been you know kind of coming back from is the the hybrid where you get the case of the week yeah but there's sometimes it plays into an ongoing story or there's also ongoing story you know there's a bigger mystery or things happening over the course of the season that you're following along kind of like person of interest did or elementary does that you know that style uh, of thing but yeah it does but it doesn't really it doesn't really let you in on that fact until like right at the end and then that's that's the point where i went oh okay so yeah they're going they're they're trying to they're trying they really are trying to fill the the scandal gap here during the you know during the during the fall but i think like i don't watch scandal but i think people that watch scandal will probably love this because it is it's the same type of it's the fast talking walk and talk let me undercut you while you're undercutting me and then maybe there's murder and maybe we did it maybe we didn't maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it was it's it was more like uh, watching this was uh really made me wish that uh, covert affairs in Graceland were still around. 
<laughs> well, let's not go that far. As, as opposed to this. Come on, either one of those shows were miles better than this. I never watched the last six episode season of Covert Affairs, so I, I'm lost at how. Well, Piper Paramo was nominated for a Golden Globe for Covert <laughs> Affairs. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know why you hate her so much. Does she have, like, a, a, a bad accent? terrible actress. <laughs> She's a terrible actress. You obviously haven't seen Coyote Ugly. I have seen Coyote Ugly <laughs> repeatedly. She's fine in that movie. She's not in this show. I'll tell you what. Mark Lucas is a good-looking man. And also... The other guy. The other guy. <laughs> the other guy from Angel. <laughs> That's all I can think of. It's like, oh, they must have someone on the crew. No, August I, Richards. Yeah, he's sure he's attractive, but I was talking about the other guy who's in that movie with J Lo, about so the name, the hot name, the intern, intern guy. Her, yeah, I don't know anyway, what movie. Anyway, there are some attractive people. There's not any bad American accents, so you know. I mean, I think it's well done, but not a show that I want to watch. Right. <laughs> it's 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 well done. You know, highly produced, you know, crap is what it is. It's, I mean, for what if, if if they're going for that type of show, it's well done for that type of show, but it's not my type of show. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was not good. So we'll move on from Thursdays to uh, Fridays, uh, which will be. Last Man Standing, and unbelievably, <laughs> uh, Dr. Ken back for another season, uh, both starting up on the uh, 23rd of September, and that'll be followed by Shark Tank, also starting up on the 23rd, and then 2020 will be back closing out the night with the new episodes of that as of the 9th of September. I will not be watching ABC on Friday. <laughs> yeah, thank you, ABC Fridays, for. Um, I watched every episode of Doctor Ken. It, it makes me wonder: Would I have watched Doctor Ken and Last Man Standing if they were on like part of the Wednesday lineup? Because I would just be watching the Wednesday lineup. Maybe. Last Maybe Man Standing is what it is. It's never going to change. Whatever. I think that Molly Ephraim is hysterically funny. And I wish that there was a better show for her. Um, she's the middle child on Last Man Standing. Uh, she's the replacement one, or no? She's was... not the replacement. She's the middle child. The replacement was the oldest child. Oh, okay. Um, Doctor Ken, same thing. I wish Albert Sy was on a show that could showcase his talents because he's amazing. There was a show. <laughs> yeah, there was a show where we all discovered him and loved him. But if. If Trophy Wife hadn't have been canceled, I wouldn't have Casual. So, so there's, so there's that. So there's that. Uh, yeah, that's just one of those that I just look in and go, man, would that show just not fit in on either one of the nights they have? Yeah, the good news is that um, Albert Sy is going to be on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy because I love that kid and I grown to like that show moderately all right so that's that's friday and then we have saturday which is saturday night college football which started up on the third of september which i don't care about at all and if the rest of the games are as good as the games they had over this first weekend of college football uh the season's going to be awesome so 
I don't care about college. I, I don't know if that's sarcasm or if that's true because I no, don't like, watch. There were so many games that like went into that were like big matchups, but went into like overtime and. So I should be glad this is aired on Saturday and not on Sunday when they can. <laughs> yes. Mess up whatever I'm watching. Correct. No, you have to worry about. Uh... You have to worry about Fox and uh, CBS messing up your your TV. Believe me, that's the only football I see every year is when I turn on those channels like at seven thirty ish to see how late do I have to pad my. See, it's the where... one time. It's the one time where the West Coast doesn't doesn't have any problems because if those things run long, by the time they things need to start, they just play them at the regular time. I'm I'm all for the Heidi Bowl method of airing football. Or just start the games earlier if they always run over. Uh, sure. Yeah, well, that that is the the interesting thing is games have been starting, like, it used to be, like, 10 o'clock and 1 o'clock. But now games start at, like, 10 o'clock and, like, one fifteen or one twenty five. or So, yeah, they've, they've already, uh, you know, they got to give... They got to give that extra time for uh, commercials and and post game shows and pre game shows. Tournament nine and noon. People will drink <laughs> at nine a.m. They don't care. <laughs> like, all right. So that's that's ABC. That's the that's our thoughts on what's coming this fall. I think uh, for the most part, we were all on board with the uh, designated survivor and speechless. Yep, uh, we were all. Not on board with <laughs> Notorious, uh, and we uh, thought that uh, Conviction was fine. All right, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in that vein of, if you like legal procedurals, you might like Conviction. And then uh, we were uh, split on <laughs> on American Housewife. Uh, where Kyle gave his opinion, which is the reason I think that he may like Son of Zorn. <laughs> <laughs> now I really know. Miracle. All right. So, uh... reality. Um, Kyle's watching every reality show that was ever made, but the two I'm watching are The Great Food Truck Race and MasterChef. Kyle, don't feel like you have to not talk about the other co- well, I don't <laughs> remember what the other ones were. I was just going to talk about these two with you. Okay, so the great food truck race. I hate those grilled cheese people so much. Oh, see, I don't mind them. <laughs> like, I actually put no real favorite. Maybe the grilled cheese truck. <laughs> like, uh, the only team I'm very I anti. Think the dopiest dudes in the world. They're just so. This is not a pun cheesy <laughs> and um i am glad big mistas they went home right yes because they and just fought too much and that pissed me off see i didn't care about that i thought the name of their truck was the stupidest thing why would you ever name your truck the fatty wagon like you've got all these people like they're health conscious these days someone's not gonna walk up oh where do you want to go eat let's go eat at the fatty wagon like it just sounded horrible i don't know so I what was, are they serving I don't hot even dogs, remember what they said. I guess some hot dogs, sort of. But I just thought it was so bad. I was like, they got to go just because that's just a horrible name. Like, you're not going to make money doing that. I mean, the grilled cheese truck, their only problem was that they were charging like super little for all their food. Yeah. Yeah. The, the team that I don't like is 
I didn't even watch the Jersey Shore, but I don't think it's fair to have a quote unquote celebrity competing with the restroom because this guy is going to have people that just want to come up and see him and he can sell them stuff for an autograph or do but what he I've can... noticed. He's not using like they're all the others are all like reaching out on social media or whatever. I don't think he's advertising before they get places so that they like I feel like it's an organic and that their food is standing on their own because they Oh, I'm sure they have the best food. Yeah. But to like I'm sure he's probably also using some of that to get people. But I, I think mean, like he was like, Oh, you want your picture taken with a Z list celebrity? Okay, come yeah. on over. Like he knows he's not hot shit. But I mean, also, he made millions on that show and he can't afford the 50K for his mother. They have to do this contest that he can give her money. Did they really make millions on. Jim? Oh, I looked it up. They He was making like. Which one is he, Vinny? Uh, I think so. I looked up whatever it was, but he was definitely making like a million dollars a season or something like that based on how much they were paying. Because they were getting like 90,000 per episode by the end or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, he was making. I'm not offended by it. Like to me, like it's just, I just think it's unfair. I'm sure they have really good food, but I, it just seems unfair, like that he has that kind of celebrity where the others don't. Sure, it doesn't affect me at all. Um, like I don't care um, about his fame because I don't think of him as a famous person. I think of him as a D-list celebrity. Well, I that... wouldn't know who he was if I saw him on the street. Right. So watch that show. So who else is there? Even the Hawaiian team's great. I don't mind them at all. I like the cop from Chicago. I don't even remember the other teams. That's the, yeah, and I don't remember the other teams. But um, I'm glad that the two teams I didn't like so far are the ones that are gone. I mean, the last team was pretty obvious they're going to go and they smashed up another truck. They've gotten into another truck and took (laughs) off two mirrors, basically. Oh my God. And he's like, I hope this doesn't break into our, it will. It's going to eat into your, your tail, friends. And then I was very surprised that there were teams actually in the negatives. Because I, I don't recall from previous seasons where the first leg was in the negatives. Well, last season they had professionals, so that wasn't going to happen with them. But, like, yeah, even when they had, like, amateurs in the past, I don't think they ever, no one ever got that bad. Yeah. So I'm, I like Tyler. I think Tyler has grown as a host. He's not as wooden as he was in the first season. So I'm just, I don't hate anybody. I just can't stand the twins on the cheese truck. Let's say I like Bryson, but the twins are the creepiest twins. I don't even remember. You've never, that's how they introduce themselves. They're the cheese brothers or whatever, cheese twins. Yeah. Um, So that's, that's food truck race. And now (laughs) master chef. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have been waiting since day one to get Nathan off this show. I couldn't believe that, like, he's, like, uh, it, it's painful to watch him because, like, he he's complains. wearing his father's suit? Like, he was. Yes, he's wearing, like, a bow tie and a suit every day, and he's wondering why people are, like, picking on him and making fun of him. It's like, how about you just dress like a normal person? <laughs> wear clothes that fit you because your suit's too big, buddy. Oh, my God. And then he whines and he cries, and then he passes out during the tag team challenge like a freaking child. Oh, I loved when he, he passed out, passed and then he leaped up. I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I think I god. I thought there might be a shot that he wasn't gonna go home when the other guy, in his angry rage, smashed a bottle on the ground. I was like, uh oh, right. like he's now saved Nathan. He's right. not gonna go home. But fortunately, it wasn't the reprieve. Oh my god! And he, he went. I still hate Christina. Like I think she's the worst. 
I, mean, I don't mind any of the judges. Because she's just like, she tries too hard to be what Joe was. You know, like the tough guy who... She was actually nice to one person. I was surprised. I forget. <laughs> well, it's pretty yeah. sad that I can remember a moment when she was nice. Exactly. <laughs> I like um, Aron Sanchez as a judge so far this season. I think Kevin's trying to be too uh, much like Christina. It's funny that Gordon is being the nicest. Yeah. Although um, he's always been somewhat nicer in this than he has oh, yeah. in, in Hell's Kitchen. But now that Nathan's gone, I honestly don't care who wins. See, the frat guy, I'm getting annoyed by him. I feel like he's going to wheedle. He's going to get himself out of there because he's I was not... shocked he didn't get eliminated this week because he just doesn't seem to care. Like, yeah. he just like, eh, whatever, I'll yeah. just do this. The the I want to see the final two be, I think it's Brandy. She's like the country. Yeah, I like her. Pumpkin and crazy hair. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it's never been washed. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the guy with the hat. I think that's, is that David? Sean, or? Sean. David okay. is the Vegas oh, guy Sean. and the guy with the hat is Sean. Yeah, so I, I want to see those two in the finale. Yeah, I would totally be okay with that. So, yeah. Oh, my God. When Nathan passed out, I, I about died. I was laughing <laughs> so hard. That's about it. That's reality. TV recommendations. My recommendation is a television series on the FX network. Starts on September 8th, and it's called Better Things. And I have a long history of just loving Pamela Adlon. We've talked years ago, and she, without prompting, did her Bobby Hill voice. My favorite scene of any episode of King of the Hill ever is where Bobby is taking self-defense classes, and he's taught to yell, that's my purse, I don't know you. And Pammy did it for me without even, like, I just mentioned King of the Hill and she said that, my favorite line of all time. So I have a, I have a previous um, love for Pammy, but I just loved Better Things. I thought it was a dark, realistic look at an older lady trying to make it in the acting world still. And I loved her relationship with her children and how they're all a little bit insane. And there's an episode with her and Lenny Kravitz that is, I just love it. I love her and Lenny Kravitz together. And um, that's like, I think, episode three or four. And I don't know what it is. I just, as much as I, so Atlanta starts tonight, better things starts Thursday. I like them both. Better things was more my speed. And I think that if you like Louie, you'll like the show. Um, because she basically is the female Louie, like in real life. Also they're best friends. Louie co-writes Louie co-produces this show. Um, I just, Love it. And that's probably why it wasn't for me, because I was never a Louis fan either. Yeah. Pammy's been on Louis. But so that's me. Better things. Gentlemen. Well, my recommendation is it's sort of sad because <laughs> just seeing that Limitless is coming out on DVD uh, as of today, Tuesday, September sixth, as we're recording this. And uh such a fun show. Yeah, uh, should have yeah. got a, a chance at another another season, except that without a doubt, given the ratings and everything behind it, I still don't see how exactly Code Black makes out that oh much God. better. Especially except the fact that they can't canceling like, all your your uh... except they canceled half the cast of Code exactly. Black. Exactly, they're so. like cast, and we're not even going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but the DVD only still says first season. Maybe yeah. there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the show was good, but even though it got canceled, the one thing about it is at least they have 
while they left it open, obviously, to continue on and tell more stories, the ongoing part of the story, it is the hybrid uh, type of procedural show where you got a case of the week. Uh, sometimes they tied into the bigger thing. Uh, sometimes they didn't. But there was a bigger story going along, and you get the answers to to that storyline. And so yeah. it does give you – it is worth watching. It, it's not like the first season has an ending that you're just like – I mean, it does have an ending if you end up liking the show that you wish you had seen more. But not, right. it doesn't leave you in a spot where – it more leaves you in a spot where they closed off this big case and – they would just be moving on to starting up new cases and, you know, a new season would have probably introduced, you know, something else as a bigger, you know, story arc going along with the week right. to week stuff they were doing. So, so yeah, that's my recommendation is uh, check out uh, limitless. If you, if you're not really into one of the other, you know, 450 plus shows that's going to air this. Yeah. Cause it's year, good that they waited until you know, like September to release that since they had to tie it into like, you know, the new season that was coming up yeah, rather than re- right, just right. <laughs> releasing it for the summer to watch. Oh, my dog okay? just scratched my leg really hard. I thought Nathan was there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm up. All right. And I think, uh, I think Kyle was going to jump in on that recommendation as well as recommend uh, something else himself. Yeah, I saw a listener, Carl, uh, tweet that he was watching uh, Green Wing. Uh, so I, that reminded me of how much I really enjoyed that show. Uh, it was like a, it it's like a 2004 British comedy that um, it's like a hospital comedy. It remi- Back when it originally aired, it reminded me a lot of Scrubs, which mm. was on at the same time. It's just wacky, crazy, like quick cuts and just general wackiness. And the cast is <laughs> excellent. Like uh, it has uh, Tamsin Gregg and Stephen Mangan who are on episodes. It has Michelle Gomez, who plays Missy in Doctor Who. who Sarah Alexander from Coupling, Susan. Oh, uh, Olivia Coleman, Broadchurch. Olivia Coleman. Oh my God. Uh, and Paris and Joseph. Another recommendation I have to give. Paris and Joseph, who's been in like a million things and a much other like uh, familiar faces, but it's a really fun show. It lasted for two seasons, eighteen episodes, uh, and one of those is the ninety-minute Christmas special. Right. Uh, but it was a sixty-minute comedy, so it, there's plenty of. Uh, laughs to be had and i, take I just it, it another took place show. in the green wing of the hospital it did <laughs> nice i have another recommendation it's it's amazon's flea bag which is already available in the uk it's phoebe Wallerbridge from Broadchurch, and she's so freaking funny and the show is so <laughs> it's explicit and amazing and um, I, it starts on the 16th, I think. I think One Mississippi is this week and Fleabag is next week. Um, Fleabag is so good. I was literally laughing out loud. I was scaring my dog. So you all should watch Fleabag as well. And because I met her and she's amazing. And that's not why I love the show. I love the show before I met her. You can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 338. Next week, Jason will be joined by Carla Day from TVDieHard.com and Tina Charles from TVGoodness.com to preview the 2016 CBS Fall TV schedule. And I know that Tina just made it through Casual uh, first two seasons, and it just makes my heart swell when my friends find and love Casual as much as I do. I still haven't found it yet. Sorry. When they finally go, all right, Amory, I will watch it. Jeez, exactly. Tone it down. My, sister did this, my sister did this last weekend, and she's like, 
she says to me, I finally caved and watched it, and now I'm done both seasons. I'm like, exactly! <laughs> oh, my God. I think that was more of, I'm done both seasons, you can leave me alone now. <laughs> no, it was, I'm done both seasons, because I watched them back-to-back, and I couldn't stop. So uh, that'll that'll do it for uh, episode uh, 338. Thank you, uh, Amory and Kyle, for talking a little ABC, ABC TV with me. And uh, thanks, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week with the CBS CBS. All right. I'm ready when everybody is. I have my email Um, open. I've been ready since first call. You've been ready since before six o'clock when Jason was four minutes late and you had a panic attack. (laughs) I I wouldn't say it was like (laughs) MasterChef levels of panic attack. Oh my God. <laughs> but we can save that for the podcast. Save that for the podcast. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. All right. <laughs> now we're gonna be thinking about that the whole time. Um ready, here we go. Hello and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 338.